Welcome to the All Things Work podcast from the Society for Human Resource Management. I'm your host, Tony Lee, Head of Editorial Operations here at SHRM. Thank you for joining us today. All Things Work is an audio adventure during which we talk with thought leaders and tastemakers to bring you an insider's perspective on all things work. In today's episode, we're taking a look at a complex issue, which are guns in the workplace. In the U.S., each state is responsible for enacting its own gun legislation and regulations, and employers must understand and follow the laws governing the regulation of firearms, where their business is located, as well as what that translates to in terms of what they can and can't require of employees. Likewise, because gun laws differ from state to state, a company with offices or locations in different states may likely require a different workplace policy to comply with each state's gun laws. That means that employers need to establish a workplace firearm policy that protects employers from harm to the greatest extent possible and create policies that are comprehensive enough to limit legal liability and avoid costly litigation in the unfortunate event that a workplace shooting occurs. So joining me today to discuss how companies can best approach these goals and the complicated legal landscape of guns in the workplace is Jake Charles. Jake is a lecturing fellow and executive director of the Center for Firearm Law at Duke University. He writes and teaches on the Second Amendment and is frequently asked to comment on legal issues surrounding gun laws and politics on CNN and NPR and many other places. We're just thrilled to have Jake join us. Jake, thanks so much for being here on All Things Work. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. So let's start at a high level. You know, HR professionals typically aren't very conversant on gun laws as they apply to the workplace. So let's start from the top. Why should HR pros know about employee gun laws, gun rights, and all the various state laws? Yeah, it's a really um, complicated issue because guns are regulated, like you said at the top of the show, at a state level for the most part. So most gun laws are state level laws. There are also federal laws regulating guns, and there are also local laws regulating guns. So some municipalities and counties have their own laws about guns. And oftentimes these touch on either employer responsibilities or employer obligations. And so it's really important for employees to know what their rights and responsibilities are with respect to not only their, not only their own employees, but also to those who are um, invited onto their premises, customers and others um, who might be visiting. Right. So let, let's touch on that a little bit. A lot of HR professionals might say, you know, well, why do I have to be responsible for this? Why am I taking a role here? Is it because, you know, we want to make sure employees aren't bringing guns into the workplace? Is it because we don't want employees to have guns in their cars out in our parking lot? All of those things? I mean, why, why should they care? Yeah, so let me, let me start off a little higher level, too, and just say, as a matter of law, there is a Second Amendment right that protects people's right to have firearms. That doesn't require private entities like private businesses to allow guns, either by employees or others on their property. But there are a number of state level laws that actually do impose obligations on employers. So something like 22 or 23 states now require businesses to let employees or others um, on their on their business as the, as the state law might be to keep guns in their cars at least. And typically those have to be locked and kept out of sight. But those are state laws that impose obligations on employees that would not let them have policies say that would forbid employees from taking their guns, at least to the to the workplace parking lot. 
Some employees may want to go further and say, we are going to allow uh, individuals to carry guns in the workplace. That's something that's typically not forbidden in most states. If a private employee wants to allow individuals to have guns, um, their employees say to carry guns during the workday, that's typically allowed. They'd have to comply with what state law requires for permits and licensing, but that might be something that that's allowed. But I think kind of the more concerning would be if you want to have a policy keeping guns out of the workplace or out of the workplace parking lots, you've got to be sure that your state is not going to not going to forbid that. Okay. So let's say I am an employer and I do not like the idea of having an employee come into my workplace with a gun. Can I as an employer prohibit it, even if the state says there's nothing that prohibits it from a legal perspective? Yeah, for the most part, um, a private employer has the ability to forbid um, having guns in their in their workspace, and, and particularly for employees. I don't think there are any state laws that would would require a private employer to um, allow employees to take their guns into the workplace. The state laws that re- require an employer to say allow a employee to store their guns in their cars outside don't also provide the employee a right to bring their guns if the employer doesn't want that. So uh, so what I'm going to ask is, you know, there are an awful lot of states, an awful lot of locales across the country where hunting season is a cultural phenomenon. I mean, it's, it's, there are companies that close on the first day of hunting season in some places. Right. So I want to make sure we're distinguishing here between an employee who may have a hunting rifle in the trunk of their car because later that day, that's what they're going to go do versus someone who may have a handgun that they have a permit for to, to keep it in their glove box. Is there a distinction between the two or is there no distinction between the two? Um, I have not seen any laws that make a distinction between the purposes for which you want to have the weapon or the kind of weapon that you're going to have. As long as the weapon's legal and handguns and rifles are going to be legal, everywhere um, as long as you have a as long as you're complying with with state law and, and by now I mean you as long as the employee is complying with state law for permits hunting permits or licenses to have a handgun carried outside the home as long as the employees complying with state law with respect to those licensing and permitting schemes none of the other state laws that uh, allow an employee to bring their gun to the parking lot and store it in their car are distinguishing between the types of weapons or what the purpose is that you're having them for. Okay. So there are going to be certain people listening to this program who are going to say, oh my gosh, you know, workplace violence is our number one concern. We want to do everything we can to prevent workplace violence. It sounds like there's not a whole lot we can do in, in regard to guns. Uh, is that correct? Or are there things in, that companies can do to, to try and protect their employees from gun violence? Yeah, so um, this was, I think, a kind of well-publicized concern in the 80s and 90s where there were workplace shootings, um, and it led to a lot of these firearm policies among employers that forbid firearms from anywhere in the facility or in the parking lot. And the parking lot laws that I'm talking about now were a response to an employee being being fired for bringing a, a firearm and keeping it in their in their car in the parking lot. There are some things, you know, certainly what an employer can do if the employer does not want guns in the workplace is say no guns can come inside. 
the workplace. The parking lot laws are allowing you to have your gun outside, but not typically allowing you to bring it inside. And some employee and some state laws allow the employees to set up restrictions around those. So you can't display the weapon, say, if you have it in your in your car in the parking lot. And, a, and an employee, an employer, excuse me, would be within its rights to discipline an employee if it's within their their policies that you can't display a weapon that you have. Um, that you have to keep it locked in your car out of sight. So employers who are worried about about violence in the workplace, specifically around guns, can do two things then, just to summarize kind of this, they can keep guns out of the actual buildings, um, and then they can require that employees who do keep guns in their cars, keep them out of sight and don't display them to other coworkers or, or, or anyone else. Again, dependent on state law, but most of the state parking lot laws will allow employers to do that. All right, so there's the employer-employee relationship, but workplaces are full of non-employees, uh, you know, vendors and contractors and volunteers at nonprofits. So are all the rules the same for those folks? Yeah, that's going to depend a lot on how the state definition is written. So some states, so about half the states require or protect employees' right to store their guns on campus. And then about half the other states um, of the ones that have these laws require the businesses to apply the rule to everyone who who's lawfully allowed to be there. So customers, employees, invitees, independent contractors, interns, things like that. So that would be a matter of how narrowly or broadly the state law is defining the employer's obligation. Okay. So HR professionals are going to dig into this and look at what their state laws are and probably talk to their, their legal counsel on this. But off the top of your head, I mean, I'm assuming California is probably the most restrictive. What are some of the other more restrictive states and what are some of the states that are loosest about uh, these laws? Yeah, so California, at least last time I looked at it, doesn't have a law that requires employers to allow individuals to keep their guns at work. So they don't, they're not one of these 22, 23 states that have these kind of laws. Um, so in California, at least as of um, the summer when I, did, when I did a deep dive into this, employers could keep guns out of their parking lots as well. Some states that you would imagine that protect gun rights more broadly generally are the ones that are going to have broader policies. So Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, these are states where um, generally an employee and others who are on property are going to have broader rights to carry their or to store their weapons on on private property than you might have in other states that generally restrict guns um, more broadly in general. Okay. So the pandemic has, you know, changed life for everyone in, in one way or another. Related to this topic, uh, we just saw recently the FBI reported that they've conducted almost 29 million background checks so far this year, which is a record. Is that something that employers should, should, should it be on employers' radar screen? Is that something they should be thinking about? Yeah, I think it's certainly, it's certainly noteworthy that gun sales have increased pretty dramatically during the pandemic. One question is which, what are the proportions of the new guns, of the guns that have been sold recently are going to people who already have guns um, and what percent are going to new gun owners? So none of the data that we have can tell us that. We don't have data on people who are first-time gun buyers. Um, and, and generally, the historical trend has been that the number of people owning guns has been going down while the number of guns sold has been going up, which means that people who already have guns are buying more guns. So to that extent, that's not going to um, present much of an issue for employers that people with guns are getting more guns. Presumably, they know how to safely use the guns they have. Those who might be new gun owners, that's something that 
to the extent that employers are having, by virtue of state law or their own policies, having guns on their campus, that's something that I think, you know, is at least something for, for employers to be aware of that there might be more new gun owners either carrying or transporting their weapons to work. And, you know, just one other quick policy that I'll mention is the spread of what's called extreme risk protection order laws, sometimes called red flag laws. And these are laws that allow individuals who who notice somebody who is having threatening behaviors to report that person to law enforcement and for a court to determine whether or not that person should have their have their guns temporarily removed while they're um, in, in a state of, uh, of danger to others. And so that's another uh, kind of mechanism that employers could use to the extent that they see signs of someone making threatening or dangerous behaviors. Yeah, thanks so much for bringing that up. I mean, we've we've had other programs on how mental health has been impacted by the pandemic. We've we've had a number of articles published on sherm.org on the same topic. So, you know, you, you have a heightened awareness among HR looking out for mental health issues, but not necessarily associated with gun laws and, and uh, guns in the workplace. But I assume you would agree that that's probably something they, a tie they should make, that they're, they need to be careful of employees who are exhibiting behaviors that are unusual or strange or, or stressed or whatever, and make sure that these aren't folks who have guns in the parking lot. You know, I, I, I mean, where, where can they do, I guess is the bottom line. Yeah, so um, so they could increase their own um, security. It might be worthwhile for businesses who say have to do massive layoffs or have to do restructuring because of uh, lots of economic consequences of the pandemic. Having you know having that kind of security in the workplace um, when those things are happening would not be a bad idea at all. It's also um, I don't think restricted any state laws that say um, you could have security escort out um, individuals who um, who say you have to let go because of what's happening in the economy right now. So security could go out and and, and monitor them while they're leaving to make sure that they're not, say, retrieving a, a weapon or firearm from that car. But other than that, I think the things of just being on the lookout for concerning and dangerous behavior and letting local law enforcement know if there are threatening, uh, if there are signs of threatening behavior or dangerous behavior is probably the best that can be done. Yeah, no, that's good advice. And, you know, ironically, we saw notes as part of the FBI report that the fact that a number of employees are working remotely has actually decreased incidents of workplace violence. So silver lining, I suppose. Right. Yeah. Same with school shootings, you know, sad silver lining, but keeping people away from um, each other is decreasing the amount of shootings that we're having. Yeah. So I guess the bottom line really for employers is it's training. It's, it's having policies that all employees understand are communicated well. It's keeping an eye out for mental health issues among employees. I mean, taking all of those basic safe standards are probably the best way to protect a workforce, right? Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Okay, that's great. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of All Things Work. A, a big thank you to Jake Charles for joining me to discuss guns in the workplace, the trends that we're seeing, and, and advice for HR. Uh, before we get out of here, I just want to encourage everyone to subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And while you're at it, be sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a review. Also, be sure to check out Sherm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And you can find all of our episodes of the All Things Work podcast, as well as other podcasts from Sherm on our website at sherm.org slash podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on All Things Work.